0: And welcome. This is Scott Spaziano, and neighbors in need always here to help. And today we have
1: our friends from Epilepsy Prelude. And you are?
2: I am Jeff Szebacz. I'm the president. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm Mike Riddell. I'm the education coordinator and our camp director. And the, uh, the this um, group has been around for quite a while, right?
2: Yeah, the camp uh the agency's been around for uh 25 30 years uh-huh. and uh camp how many years have been for the children's camp?
0: 28 years now. Wow, years. sure, yeah. yeah. Well, let's start with now summer is here
1: and camping is everywhere. Tell us about your camp. What's it called? Well, we have this camp. It's for children who have epilepsy mm-hmm. and it's called Camp Eager. Uh Eager is actually an acronym from when it was when it was established and it was uh the Epilepsy Association of Greater Rochester. Now we are Epilepsy Prelid and we still have this camp for Kids from the ages of eight to seventeen mm-hmm. to come for a week long residential camp experience. Um, it's down in Wyoming County. Okay, but they all have epilepsy. Sometimes we have some siblings of children with epilepsy come oh. as well because they oh. need the support uh, too. Oh, great. That's, that's an added benefit of being yeah. a brother or sister. Yeah, right. you get to yeah. go to camp too. But these kids usually, when they have epilepsy, uh, their parents sometimes the camps that accept uh, uh, kids uh, who who have these seizures going on are. Mm-hmm. Kind of nervous or something like that. So we have this camp that we have a medical staff there. They're very well versed in epilepsy, of sure, course. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, counselors, the cabin counselors, are um, uh, former campers, so they get it. They oh, understand the epilepsy piece. They understand the seizures. And if 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 uh, if and when a child has a seizure at camp, uh, we deal with it then. And then hopefully they get to rest for a little bit, and then get right back mm-hmm. into the activities that they were doing oh, you're before.
0: Totally overprepared for this. This yeah. is perfect, and it's <laughs> it's got to be a, you know, from a parent's point of view, it's got to be a welcome relief just to know that your kid is in capable hands. You don't have to worry. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it
1: also gives their the the parents some respite too. Sure, yeah, they get to send their kid to a, a safe place and know that they're having fun, mm-hmm. and then the parents get to go out to dinner once or twice sure. during the week, and and kind of. Can relax and, and never kind of have recharge to one so. eye on
0: a phone or, yeah. you know, trying to figure out, you know, it's funny, I, I I saw an app today, it's called Elijah and it was developed by a local Rochester woman and it's, it's, it's basically, you, you tap it once and then the second time to open it and the second time you tap it, it's a universal help button hmm. and what you do, and you guys may want to look at this, I'm not saying, you know, whatever. Um, it's a, um, uh, once you um, set up the app, you can tell the app who to notify, and what message to oh, have, and you can send it to more than one person at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in fact, I I could see this being a, a very helpful thing if you know you're you're, you're sometimes feeling a seizure coming on. Yeah. Or whatever you can tap it and it'll alert to whoever you need. I thought they saw, I just connected that. To, I saw that. Yeah.
2: Today. Well, let's go. You're talking about the safety aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, one yeah. of the things that's really cool is we have a partnership with URMC, uh-huh. and uh, they have several docs there w- that will come neurologists on their vacation week stay at the camp. And they're there for whatever comes around. And then we also have some of their nurse practitioners and nurses that come and stay with us. Uh They pass the medication and they're there for health issues because there's so much stigma, negative stigma tied to epilepsy Mm. um, that a lot of kids with epilepsy are excluded. So you talk it's not just for the safety and the well-being of the parents to know that. But also, uh, so many other environments aren't inclusive. That, mm. that, that people don't want you to go in the pool because you might have a seizure. Yeah. People don't want you to do this because you might have a seizure. And right. so they end up inadvertently uh, uh, keeping kids from, with epilepsy from doing stuff. But at this camp, they get to do everything well, that anyone else would do.
0: Well, give us some of the activities. What, what goes on?
1: Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, it's kids' kind of activities that you do, you would experience at a mm-hmm. summer camp. There's, you know, the wall climbing and zip lining, mm-hmm. there's, you know, horseback riding, there's canoeing, there's swimming. You know, and a lot of times parents. Archery. Archery. archery? And, and nature and, and arts and crafts and things like that. Uh-uh. But, you know, things like uh, horseback riding and wall climbing and, and swimming, um, parents and, and neurologists get a little nervous, but yeah. we have the supervision levels there to be able to accommodate that and yeah. keep them safe and have them experience those things that kids of that age should experience. Yeah.
0: You'd think it'd it'd be a little prohibitive or you'd be a little apprehensive, be like, well, let's try something else. Let's, let's stick with chess (laughs) or something like that. Right. It really gives
1: kids the opportunity to. And what happens is they do these experience, these Mm -hmm. do these activities Mm -hmm. at at camp and they, maybe it's the first time they've ever done it. Yeah. So then it kind of has a residual effect. Once they get home uh, after camp is over, their confidence is increased. Their self-esteem is, is, is heightened. So when they go back to school in September, uh, they have a new outlook. They have a new, they, you know, they, they have I-can-do-it attitude. Right. I That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh,
2: well, a great example of something at camp is, you, you know, usually a kid that has epilepsy might take seizure medication. mm mm-hmm. And if you're at a typical camp, this is something you're either going to try and keep secret. You'll do on your own. You'll sneak off to the nurses' tent to get your 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 meds. Uh-huh. Here, all the kids in the camp get the meds. And so, one of the favorite things I like about visiting camps, you come down. There's a nurses' hut, and there's this big field next to where the nurses are passing medication. Mm-hmm. And the med pass, instead of being something quiet or shameful or, or just, ha- mm-hmm. it's 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 a party. It's an event. And these <laughs> kids are throwing footballs and they're hitting on each other and they're they're having fun and they're running around playing tag and it's, it, like it's just yeah. a real. Really cool experience to see these kids have have something uh, just be so cool when they're when they're doing it. So.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's it's like Jeff said was it's kind of cute. They're they're standing in line for you know to get their medication. Uh-huh. And they're like what kind of meds do you yeah, have what, to take? Do you, what color pill is you you have to take you know and so they really get that informal education about their epilepsy and other kids
0: epilepsy. i'm sure a lot of kids you know it's it's the, every if i'm sure they could probably feel like they're the only ones that have this in their school or yeah. in their neighborhood and then this really puts everybody together at one and everybody's
1: like oh this isn't so you know Rare. Exactly. Uh, know, oh, to, yeah. They get to camp and they realize, oh, my goodness, there's 70, 80 other kids that yeah. are going through the same kind of things. Right.
0: Yeah. But I'm I, sure yeah. they develop friendships after uh, that, too. Oh, yeah. They keep in touch and all that stuff, Well, too. you
2: talked about <clears throat> that That a lot of the kids, when they finish camp, they they hit adulthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they become counselors in training and then they become counselors. And we wouldn't be able to put this camp on if it wasn't for the army of people that have epilepsy that have, have come through the camp and now they want to give back. So they're college students, they're young adults. Adults, they come back, they spend the week as a volunteer uh, being a counselor for these other kids. And I think that, again, it builds on they build these friendships in their childhood. And here they are into adulthood, giving back and contributing. And and between the, the doctors and the, the nurses and, and all these people that give their time makes the camp a much more affordable experience to put on. For Absolutely.
1: People's. And it's a great experience for the counselors because. I kind of question who has more fun, you know, the counselors or the kids? Yes, right. Because uh, they, they, again, they come back year after year to volunteer their time, but they're also re- establishing relationships sure. in adulthood yeah. um, that they wouldn't have had if it wasn't for this.
0: And they're the seek, seeking the common thread here, and then they found it in yeah. this this great effort. Okay, let's take a step back. How did you get involved with this organization?
2: So, uh, well, we had two we had two organizations that came together. There was Prelude, People Rebuilding and Living in Dignity, and mm-hmm. the Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, we merged the two agencies in 2013. Mm-hmm. So in 2012, when we were moving for it, that's when I got involved. Uh, but I have a sister that has epilepsy, mm-hmm. and uh, she had received services from the Epilepsy Foundation at one point in time. And so uh, I've always known about the stigma. I've always had personal connection to it. And when we brought everything together, uh, this was one of the the crown jewel kind of programs to just Mm. be able to, to just do something that no one else is doing in a way that it isn't being done and meets the need in the, in the community. Actually, you're serving people from all over Western New York and and, and New York state. And you, sir. Well,
1: um, I'm coming up on my 20th anniversary working at the agency Mm -hmm. Uh, in November. It'll be 20 years. So, uh, and I've always been part of, um, I've, I've had many hats at the agency. I've been a a service coordinator and I was in employment helping individuals find work out in the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I kind of settled into the education niche, you know, getting information about epilepsy out there to schools, businesses, agencies, and and also all the while being involved with this camp because I come from a a background of being a camp counselor as a a teen and Uh stuff like that. Um, I was also diagnosed with epilepsy as a teen. Mm -hmm. Uh, My seizures... Knock on wood, you know, went away yes. uh, early in my 20s. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, 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 I kind of get it. I understand what it's like to have seizures oh, and so. oh, being sure. diagnosed with epilepsy. So it's, it's a, it's a kind of a personal connection and a professional connection. Um, I really uh, enjoy helping teens, young adults uh, have that experience that they might not have had if if they didn't get an, involved with our agency.
0: Uh, that's and that's a fantastic. And yeah, you found your place. You really have. You both yeah. have really found your place.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when when um, when
0: people uh, people that do not have epilepsy, it's not mm-hmm. in their world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about the stigma, and the perception. Yep. What is that, and how are we overcoming that?
2: Well, I, you know, you you think that <clears throat> I think things have come a long ways in the last several decades, but mm-hmm. there's still a long way to go. We constantly hear about things that. Kind of make you cringe about Mm. you know we have an office in Binghamton, and down there not that long ago there was a uh, an example at the Binghamton University where a a cafeteria worker um, uh, had a uh, a seizure and one of their coworkers put a spoon in their mouth something you would never ever do oh dear uh, to 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 do that during a seizure and the local uh, media put out a report calling that person a hero. And so we were calling trying to get them to take that off their website oh, because Lord. it's a wrong thing we wanna be teaching. We offered education and other stuff mm-hmm. and they rejected it. So I you know, I mm-hmm. think that there's a lot of um, old stigma that's still out there. I think it's eroding uh, slowly, but there are a lot of challenges tied to epilepsy that if you have active seizures, you might not be able to drive your car for a year. Right. You know, There are a lot of things that, that can, can really impact a person in their life.
0: And what do we do as people that have not experienced Experienced this before? If you're in a crowd and someone does have a seizure, what are the procedures?
1: Well, I think Scott, it depends on the type of seizure the person has. Right. A lot of times, people, when they think seizure, they think of convulsing type Mm -hmm. of seizure, which is Mm -hmm. which is called a tonic-clonic seizure. But there's, you know, several different types of seizures that people can have. The brain is a very complicated organ, so it could be, you know, something simple as a staring spell, which they're totally unaware of, or they can be doing some. You know, kind of unique behaviors that they don't normally do. Um, when when you come upon someone who's having one of these tonic-clonic seizures.
0: Which is the ones that we all think. Right. That, yes. Those are the ones. That, oh, I got to help somebody.
1: We used to call them grand mal seizures. But okay. if you think about it, it, doesn't really tell you a lot. It means big bad. So they oh, medically yeah. appropriately called it tonic-clonic. Now, mm-hmm. and it's when a person gets very rigid, very stiff, and starts to shake or convulse. Okay. Right. Um Basically, you have to use your common sense. You, you Keep that person safe. You know, maybe turn the person on their side. Comfort them. Uh, talk softly. Uh, you know, take a take a look at your phone or your clock and and see when the seizure starts. So that if it goes on too long, then you can call for more emergency personnel uh-huh. to come and help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, comfort them. Uh, you know, make sure that their head is protected so they're not banging their head don't on the ground. Don't
0: put a spoon in their no, mouth.
1: Don't put anything on the person's mouth. Um, you know, a lot of times people think that they have to clear the airway. Yeah. You know, turn yeah. the person on their side. That'll clearly clear the airway. Mm-hmm. Don't stick your fingers in their mouth and do a finger sweep. You might get your finger bit. Yeah, right. You're right <laughs> but right. you just want to use a lot of common sense moves and just make sure and don't panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, seizures happen. People with epilepsy have seizures. Uh, some of them are more well controlled than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some kids and some young adults who have hundreds of seizures. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we're rushing them to the hospital every single time they have a seizure, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of wasted time and money. Is and so, there is
0: does is, is someone with epilepsy? Do they do they know? Can they sense when one is going to
1: happen? Again, it depends on that person. It's, uh-huh. it's very individualized. Uh-huh. Sometimes they have what they call an aura. Yeah, it's, uh, A-U-R-A. it's a u r a. It's a period of time it could be. A day, or it could be just a couple of seconds, but sometimes they could tell that they're going to about to have a seizure. Yeah, sometimes people don't have that; it comes right. out of the blue and smacks right. them right in the face, and they mm-hmm. have a seizure. Um, so it again depends on the person, depends on the type of seizures they have, and where in the brain. Seizures are coming from.
0: There is so much to learn about epilepsy and about your organization. There's, I'm sure, great wealth of information. You guys have websites, Facebook pages, and stuff like that. Where do we start?
2: So, uh, Mm epiny.org is our website. You can go on there and get information. Uh, You can get contact to our epilepsy services. We actually provide quite a wide array of services for people with developmental disabilities, brain injuries, uh, as well as epilepsy. You can get information on that. Um, Our camp would not. Uh, be put on if we weren't wasn't for the the funds that we were able to raise and Mm -hmm. and so our chocolate ball scott which you've been Mm -hmm. to is our biggest fundraiser for epilepsy services but uh we do have separate camp appeals and, and newsletters and if people are interested they can get on our website they can call us and we can connect them to get some information and and to get involved Take
0: some money and throw it at them right now. You know, <laughs> yes. it really is. It's, re- it's really so great, important to, to help our fellow people in the community. And, and this is another great effort. And you guys are really doing a fantastic job. And congratulations on 20 plus years. 25 plus years?
1: 28. 28?
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, and, that's uh, just for the camp. We,
1: yeah. you know, our agency's been around a little longer than that, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we serve a lot of individuals. We support a lot of individuals who have uh, developmental disabilities, epilepsy, tra- traumatic brain injury, uh, and there's that support that's an ongoing thing. I mean, yes, the camp is a one week long yeah. program in the summer, but we have networking groups, not only here in Rochester, Syracuse, Binghamton, and also Utica, uh, that they can come, family members, individuals who have uh, epilepsy can come and, and receive that support all year long. Fantastic.
0: Yep. Out of time. Once, once again, the website is epiny.org. Thank you so much all for right. coming in and then speaking with us. We'd love to be neighbors in need. So, right. thank, thank you. you. Scott. Thank you, Scott.